Generations Church exists to glorify God in our community, to make disciples of Jesus, and to multiply churches so that the next generation is equipped to glorify God better than we did. Welcome back to the Generations Church podcast. I'm Jeff Ludington, lead pastor here at Generations Church, and I have two good friends with me, Pastor Vinnie Hankey and Pastor Scott Hines. Uh, he does go by Scotty. I think that's because we love him. I hope he likes it. Uh, but here we are, we all serve here at Generations Church, or at least we do right now. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about. Pastor Vinny is getting ready to make a change. Uh, he has told the church, he's told the world via social media, he has accepted a position as a lead pastor at a church in Meridian, Idaho. That's outside of Boise. Uh, he is heading there, starting there roughly about the beginning of the month. And so that brings us to a conversation we wanted to have. He wrote our entire church uh, an incredible email about gospel goodbyes and how the gospel sometimes calls us to say goodbye for the kingdom. And I know, Scott, you've been around here as we have planted and sent out many leaders. Uh, Pastor Vinny, you have been an incredible place where as a lead pastor, you sent out me. Uh, I handed a church off to you. You sent me out to go restart a church. While you were there, after I had gone, you sent out Pastor Mike Larson. He went to go lead a church. Since you've been here, we sent out Brandon and April Torres, Rick and Nellie Klein, some of our most godly, most beloved leaders. And so we've all had this place where we have sent people out or been sent out. And uh, I want to start with just a a quick passage of Scripture. It's Acts 13. The church has moved from primarily being a Jewish Christian church in Jerusalem to now taking the gospel out throughout the first century landscape. They move off into a place in Antioch. Now the church becomes primarily non-Jewish. And this move of the gospel is spreading out as the apostles take the gospel outward. If you remember the commission of Jesus, right, that you'll be my witnesses here in Judea or here in Jerusalem and then to Judea and Samaria and then to the ends of the earth. And this is that being fulfilled. We are a part of that ends of the earth. Acts 13 verse 1 says, now there were in the church of Antioch prophets and teachers and then it named some people Barnabas and Paul among them. And it says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So since the beginning, since the first century, since the church was commissioned, when the church is doing what it should be doing, it should be raising up leaders and it should be holding them out to God. I, I think we have tried to live that out. And so in that sense, I've been sent. Scott, you've been a part of the puzzle as we have sent out many. Vinny, you have sent. Now you're being sent. First time. Woo, it's good stuff, man. Yeah. You've been the guy to stay. Now, you got, now you're the guy to go. Yep. So I want to talk about how this is a kingdom thing. What are, the, what are the hardships? What are the blessings? What does this really look like? And I know... Uh, We're doing some live streaming right now. If you're watching us via live stream, welcome. Uh, We would encourage you, please listen to our podcast. This will be a Thursday release. On Tuesdays, we we work through guilt, grace, and gratitude. It's a a series through our historical faith. But on Thursdays, we like to launch one-offs. 
podcasts on whatever is relevant for us, and this will be one of those. And so, Vinny, would you kind of share a little bit about what you're going to do and, and just what crosses your mind when you hear all this? Yeah, forever I thought I was going to be the one to stay um, until God made things differently uh, in my mind. And so uh, it started with just a burden for the church. Um, and the church could have been located really anywhere. It just happens to be in Meridian, but it could have been Wyoming. It could have been Northern California. It could have been anywhere, Canada for that matter. Um, it, it really started with a burden for them and then pursuing relationship and then and then ultimately uh, pursuing God and seeing what he had. Because it's one thing to have a heart for a church, another thing to build a relationship with the church. It's another thing for God to move you to that church. And there's been some wild things over the course of the of the last four months, but it was really clear that God was providentially orchestrating our lives actively. He's always doing that, but this mm -hmm. was just, this was blatant. It's like that scene in Bruce Almighty when he's driving down the road asking for a sign, and he sees all the traffic signs lit up and ignores them, and <laughs> yes. then is in an accident. Uh, that's what this has felt like without all the negativity. Uh, okay. That God's just providentially orchestrating things. Um, and all of that is really exciting, uh, but there's a lot of it that's really heartbreaking too sure. because leaving means leaving. And there's a, there's a great family here at Generations that we had to really pray and consider. Or were we ready to leave? Are we willing to give that up? The comfort, the familiarity, the the kindness, the generosity, the hospitality that we know to trust God and go and leave that. And and I have every confidence we're going to find all of that in the new place mm -hmm. too. But there, there was definitely some some heartbreaking stuff in this decision and even in the process as we leave. Yeah. Scott, you you have, uh, well, really, I mean, all three of us are very close friends. Um, and and Vinny, you and Vinny are, you know, really close friends. And he is a, a go-to guy for you. Awesome. I know you've called and had you guys have been able to talk to each other outside of you know my relationship to you two which is very good but you guys have formed a deep friendship how how are you experienced this as a church leader here seeing your good friend go like what is that for you you know <clears throat> for me it's excitement I, so he's been a friend it's been like we've been in, in an association but but in all honesty like i finally come back I'm excited to be like, hey, I, I want to serve Pastor Jeff. I want to be back involved in generations. Uh, by the way, Scott, Pastor Vinny's moving to Idaho. Wow. <laughs> we keep being trained, just kind of passing the night. So I'll speak from, you know, serving alongside and observing. So I'm excited for him. Okay. Um, I'm excited because I know what the last 18 months have been like. Um, and getting to see God, like when you think of scriptures where it says the gifts and callings are irrevocable, and then you start to see when, when God says that he... In Romans 8, 28, it's a famous passage, right? God works all these things out for the good. Mm. And um, for those who are called and, you know, and love him according to his purposes, I know I botched that a little, but sentiment's there. You're there. Yeah, the sentiment's there, right? But So I'm excited for him, man. I, I love, one of the things I love in, in Christianity is when I see people being established in their faith mm -hmm. and just watching my good friend who I know is definitely the right man for the role and just wanting to be used by God and seeing him just, just get this opportunity is a real blessing. And... It's a comfort to someone like myself too, because I know that's what God's doing in me. You know, mm -hmm. He's not sending me to Idaho, but He's restoring me, using me, and I look at it as an excitement too. For for because I know when He moves, that's a giant void that needs to be filled. And like I said, I love seeing people being raised up, and Vinny definitely fills the role of multiple people, and so it's going to give multiple opportunities to the congregation. People yeah. that don't even know it. People who are probably just sitting in the pews like, 
oh, Lord, what are you calling me to? And it's just like, the moment he moves, the spirit awakens them. I love seeing those mystical parts of, of our faith activated in, in, in the believers. So I'm excited, man. But a little bummed in the same token. I was looking forward to serving alongside him. He's mm. definitely someone who, um, uh, I don't know, I see eye to eye with him on a lot of things. And um, so I'm, it's, it's twofold for me. But okay. I'm excited, man. Well, that's cool. I, um, I think all that was... Uh, confirming and, and complimenting how you you do fill multiple roles. I don't think that was a fat joke, right? I don't think, I, I think <laughs> no. that was, I think that was all benefit. I, that was Hopefully all good. Right? Okay, good. Just checking, man. I just, you know, he's been in the gym a lot, so he's getting big. But uh, I, I want to, I want to take this from a, a macro perspective, if you will. So Generations Church is three and a half years old, yeah. right? Uh, in those three and a half years, we have sent out three different church plants uh, with Vinny, uh, we're calling this a sending out to a church in need of, of you know, a restart or a, a revitalization. It's probably revitalization is too light a word, and, and a full replant is probably too strong of a word. It's, it's in that in that U-turn place, though. Yeah, it's a recentering. Yeah, is what I'm and to it's say. a reestablishment of a church, right? Yeah. And we believe in that, and you know that is what I have done in in, in my history of ministry. That's been where I've had. I've planted, but I have restarted. Some hard restarts, some focused restarts, man, where the church was dying and it needed to, to turn the corner or it was going to go away. Um, we've had other leaders do that, and so we value this. Um, I've got Outreach Magazine right here, and the reason I have that with us is they did their inaugural episode or their inaugural uh, epi yeah, episode of magazine, whatever you call it, edition, uh, where they put their first list of the top 100 multiplying churches and generations churches in there. Yep. We were nominated by multiple people, Exponential, the church planting conference that is uh, nationwide. I think they move now uh, globally. <clears throat> Excuse me. They recommended us. Acts 29 recommended us. Gospel Ventures recommended us. Like networks and groups of people all recommended us. And so Outreach Magazine got us and they listed us as one of the top 100 reproducing churches. And here's what I've seen in that. I, I love saying those words, that that's, that's us. But I also know that every one of those things have come with trauma, yep. challenge, um, pain, um, and they do leave void. So, uh, I, you know, I'm joking, but Vinny does leave positions unfilled, roles that are in the church. And some of them are not even jobs. It's Vinny's heart that I will miss most. Yeah, for sure. Right? So as we have sent out people, and, and Vinny, you sent out me, you sent out Mike Larson when you were the lead pastor at Oasis. Scott, you've, you've watched as we've sent out every one of those church plants. Um, I would add to that as Brandon and April left about a year ago. They left to, and if you, haven't, if you don't know this, they left and moved to Meridian, Idaho, yeah believing God was calling them somewhere to do something, and they couldn't figure out what it was until Vinny got a call to the same exact city. I mean, that's God. That's providence, right? like, that's, that's that crazy providence again from, yeah. from Bruce Almighty, right? So it, we see this. But what are some of the hard times that we've had to go through as a church as we've sent out our best leaders? Well, I think the, the old illustration we used to use probably 20 years ago when we talked about doddering a church and talking about how um, giving birth uh, to a new congregation or giving birth to a new leader. And on all, you know, I'm not a woman, never given birth, but my wife says it's not fun. And 
that all is of the rumor. all of the pain and and the enduring and the suffering to you know give birth to another human being um, can be there's a lot of that metaphor that translates into that church planting into that sending out leaders there 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 is a void there there is the, the sending and then just like with a mother you never really let go you I know for us as a church when we sent you out Jeff we were always praying and always concerned with how you were doing and always you were always on our mind even though you weren't physically present with us you're spiritually present with us uh, in our prayers and and in the legacy you had left same thing with Mike so I think there's some of that relational you know saying goodbye that hurts uh, I'm reminded of Philemon and Onesimus mm-hmm. and Paul um, where Paul says, you know, at one time Onesimus was useless to you, but he's become super useful to me. I'd love to keep him here on your behalf to work for me. But the kingdom demands he be sent back to you because the kingdom will benefit mm. from a story of reconciliation for you. Yes, and so I think, you know, sending out leaders is a lot like that. It's, it's man, I'd love to keep you here. You're useful to me, but I have my eyes on something bigger than my own present local circumstance. It's on the kingdom. And the That's kingdom great. demands, the kingdom would be impacted. The kingdom will be encouraged and grow if we are willing to do this. Uh, but I, I definitely think there is there is that void um, that Scott talked about that you mentioned that there is there is some stuff that's missing and that's good and bad. But absolutely, that, that's one of the things is we, we missed you when you left Oasis. You weren't there anymore. Uh, we missed Mike when he left. We weren't that he wasn't there anymore. Yeah, you know. And uh, well, one thing I'll um, <clears throat> I'll point out too about being a church that has sent a lot of people and kind of watch you know, in the background and alongside you as well. You've taken me to a lot of things and I've been, uh, been privileged in that. Um, all those church planners were broken and they came as individuals to you in need of guidance, in need of some shepherding and building yeah. up. And I think that's an, um, some that gets overseen a lot in all of our, you know, our, um, you know, success in launching churches is the individual work that you've put in. We can't forget about that. That's mm. super huge that, all those men, you've had a really, um, it was real deep personal impact that prepped them for the stage that they they currently have now. And so that's something that's overlooked. You yeah. can speak to that. I mean, you can speak to that better than I Yeah, that's, that's my story, man. We, we got here and landed, and I, the vocational ministry and doing it on any kind of full-time level ever again was not on my radar. And if you had asked me, I would have blown you off. Like, yeah. and, I, and I did. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said no to Jeff a few times. Yeah. Um, but what generations allowed me to have was a safe place to heal and to fall back in love with God's people and life transformation and the impact of the gospel, um, with no pressure. And I think that's, that's one of the, one of the beautiful things. And one of the hard things that when you take on work like that, like you said, Scotty, you're, you're dealing with broken leaders who, you know, bitterness can be on the edge, hurt. Yeah. Cynical, um, mm. arm's length, you know, all of that. <laughs> and just, man, Jeff is, and Generations has just provided a safe place to be who we need to be right. and really trusted God and just provided a safe relationship-based yeah. ministry philosophy that's helped. And I would say that's probably more of our success. That's a byproduct of, I think mm. that's, that's individual. Good. Yes, yeah, the Outreach success. Magazine recognition, that's a byproduct of committing to that hard work. Because yeah. that is your first commandment, you know, discipling. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good. I know we've drifted a little, but uh, no, I think that's it's super good. important. No, that's part of the hard work of doing it. Yeah, very a lot of, of hard sending work. leaders. Yeah, is I, I'm sh- being willing to start with broken people. Yeah, I know Jeff has just sat and had to listen to just cynical, broken leaders vent <laughs> of years of baggage, <laughs> guilty, and just see right through it all. Ask the right question, like, yeah, I, I am looking at that like an yeah. idiot. <sighs> yep. <sighs> Why did I even talk to this guy? It's <laughs> legit. I had a few of those moments. <laughs> 
So you know what, man? I, if, I, if we look through the history of this, so um, as generations started, uh, on our first Sunday, we prayed over uh, I, oh, 25, 30 that's right. uh, people that were leaving. Uh, Matt Wallace, Meg Wallace, they were the leaders of that cross. That was just them and their weekend. kids, right? That was just, yeah, 30 <laughs> people, just them and their kids. Yeah, no, so, if you don't hey, congrats like, yeah. on, on Quinn, the new baby. So that's huge. The Wallaces just had a baby. Uh, not that that's new. If you know the Wallaces, they've got lots of them, and uh, it's, a, it's a hard head count. But Sorry to interrupt. Matt and Meg, they launched Cross and Crown with several leaders um, after, I think, a year and a half of resting, coming out yeah. of a very hard season. They were the leaders of Mars Hill, Orange County, when Mars Hill, multi-campus, multiple thousands of people, mega church, mega popular leaders, when that came to a, a complete halt and a crash. They came, they spent time with us, and that's one of the things they said when they left, listen, we healed here, you know? Chris and Sarah McCulloch, as they went to South Bay and they are still gathering core people and they're partnering with local churches, they're still planting Stone Table. Uh, but they came here after a long, hard season at a local church where it strained their marriage and their family and they came and they healed. They credit generations for that. Uh, John Alwood, after planting his fifth church, came and spent time with us and developed a network and coaching and resources while being a part of our church and then launched out and took our XP, took Rick Bambrick yeah. with him. Like, so we have sent out our best, but many have come to spend time and to rest. Vinny and Sherry, you guys have been here. Scott, I, I think you've walked through some of that too, man. Come in, struggle, challenge, you know, kind of withdraw a bit, heal, come back. I mean, there's, ministry is like that. And, and I want to wrap this podcast up uh, as it's specific to um, leaders that leave. But I want to ask this. We've talked about some hardships. Uh, man, if you had 30 seconds, what is the best thing you've seen about sending out our best people? Watching the church develop a culture of generosity. Mm. Um, when, when you offer up your best and are used to giving your best, that sense of generosity begins to take hold and take fruit. And we've experienced that here. Generations has been extremely generous with mm. us. Um, and so I think that's one of the, the byproduct of sending out your best is the church learns to be generous and offer their best to God, which ultimately is a, an act of worship, a condition of our, of the heart of God's wow. people. That's something I think, you know, that is, that is the gospel. When God wanted to reconcile a wayward, broken, sinful, corrupt humanity, he gave his best. He gave us his son. He gave us Jesus that we would learn how to imitate that. And I think in a small way, by us giving away our best, by sending out our best, by championing our best, going and being a part of another local church, that it's not all about us, it's about the kingdom. I think we've imitated that in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think faith. Uh, because... It's very easy. It's very easy to want to hold on to our best because it makes things mm. easy. It makes things smoother. We don't have to uh, deal with the conflict of transition, mm. and so it takes faith. You know, it, and I say this with respect to anybody here that attends generation, but Vinny is irreplaceable. As the person who will replace him will become irreplaceable, mm. and that season when they're gone and the, and the pieces fall and you start to put them back together, it's frustrating and it's hard work. And it's faith because we believe that God's going to raise up the next leader. And so 
That's kind of the... That's good. So, generosity and faith, man, if those aren't markers of what a church should be, and I'm not, and I'm not championing that generations has it all together. We have, we have all our own problems. We have all our own stuff. We're not, by any stretch of the imagination, a perfect church uh, or anywhere near it. No. Um, but we do have good and, and faithful and generous people. I'll give, you, I'll give you that. Very much so. The other thing is, I would say this, um, we have lost people to sending people out. Um, we have had people that have just said, listen, I, it seems so unstable. Uh, you know, we didn't even mention, you know, Pastor Joey and Tiffany moving to Michigan, and that wasn't really ascending. They, were, they wanted to move out of state. It, it wasn't to a particular thing, but we embraced them going. I mean, that's hard. Those are the same hard things, but there's not a particular church we could have pointed to right when they left. But we have lost people, uh, people that have left because people get sent out of here and they just haven't understood that. And so it's, I wanted to embrace that. That's, it's painful. It's yep. hard. Um, but when I see the kingdom, when I see the, when I see the Bible, I, it's, so, this, it's so clear. These are not my people. And, and just Generations Church or anyone who's listening, man, let me say this really clearly. You know, Pastor Vinny and I go back a long time. A lot of churches, a lot of ministry. Pastor Scott and I go back quite a while. Very close friends, ministry, all that. They are not my people. Uh, they are not Generations people. They are God's people. They are God's leaders, and I hope that we will always be as faithful uh, to, to be like the Antioch Church, and that when the Holy Spirit says, set apart for me this person and that person for the work that I've called them to, may our response always be, yes, Lord, we want to do what you're doing, God. Not, no, Lord, we need them, but yes, Lord, you need them. You've called them May we never do anything but embrace that. Thank you for listening to the Generations Church podcast. You can look us up on Apple Podcasts. You can go to our website, genfamily.church. That's G-E-N, short for Generations, family.church. If you like our podcast, please subscribe. And uh, if you'd be willing, write a review. That keeps our our name up in the search results. But either way, hey, thank you. If If this podcast blesses you, please share it with your friends. God bless you. For more information, visit our website at ginfamily.church, G-E-N family.church. You can also follow our social media accounts at ginfamilychurch.